Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find the full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome along to the Country Music Talk podcast. Hello, I'm Balin Leonard. I'm on Absolute Radio Country for the no-repeat guarantee every weekday. You can find us on your DAB radio in the UK. You can ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country, or you can download the free Absolute Radio app and just take us along with you wherever you go. So on this episode of Country Music Talk, I'm joined by a band who've been making country music for the last two decades. And during that time, they've released six albums. They've worked with some of the biggest names in the genre. They've had four number one hits. Mike and John from Eli Young Band. Are my guests. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. This is Absolute Radio Country. I'm Balin Leonard, and today uh, I'm joined by some of the guys from Eli Young Band, a band that's been making music for over 20 years. Started when two university friends got together, and then it expanded into a band. Went on to score eight chart hits, four number ones, and perform with some of country's biggest names. Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, it's Eli Young Band. You want to introduce yourself and say what you do in the band? I'm Mike Eli. I sing and play guitar. I'm John Jones. I get bossed around by Mike, uh, bass player <laughs> and occasional background vocalist. So who are the two founding members of Eli Young Band? Well, it's kind of funny. It's like, it, you know, some some of it ends up in, in, the, in the press and some doesn't. But, you know, like John and uh, James and Chris started playing together um, okay. in a garage, started kind of, you know, jamming to covers and, and stuff like that before I, I started college um, the year before. And so uh, when I came uh, the year after, James and I kind of said, look, let's start writing songs together and, you know, maybe uh, maybe go and play some acoustic shows and then. And it's like, well, we kind of make up a band, so why don't we? Why don't all four of us, you know, try to play like three or four songs um, during one of those shows, and then the rest is history. When you guys started out um, in those early years, was it kind of, hey, this is going to be our lives? We are a band, and whether this one works or it doesn't, like that's going to be my thing. Or was it the way a lot of bands start out, like, hey, this is fun, let's do this and see what happens? We were having a great time, but we were also really practical. I think. So when we graduated, we we then had the time to really take it to the next level as far as time went. Uh, we definitely weren't making a living and it was it was a struggle those first few years. But in, in a way, like looking back, those were some of the most fun years that we had. And it wasn't for quite a while before we hit, hit a couple of those milestones where we really thought this could be the thing that we really do for the rest of our lives. What were you guys studying in college? I was studying music, but ended up with a degree in psychology. Okay, good, good. We can yeah. talk later. I've got some issues to talk through with you. <laughs> um, I I, st I started out as a music major and then um, quickly moved over into business, marketing, logistics. Uh, both of those things, you know, business, marketing, logistics, and psychology, very helpful in the music industry, I should imagine. Probably one of the reasons we've, we've stayed together. We're all a little screwed up. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Everybody is a, a little bit right. And then what were those, uh, John, you mentioned that there were a few kind of milestones where you're like, okay, maybe this is going to be a thing. What were those milestones? Oh, shoot. Really early on was like first sold out show down here in Texas where we live. I mean, you can, there's artists that never really leave the borders of the state to make a living doing it. Um, yeah. And there's just like so many great college towns and, you know, honky tonks and bars to play. Uh, so the very first show we ever sold out was a total surprise to us in a town that was, you know, hours away. And this was when everything was pretty much word of mouth, you know, small market radio stations. But th that first sold out show, it felt so huge to us at the time. But but that and then getting some songs on the radio, first time that we charted a song, 
you know, getting airplay all the way up in the in the Northwest and all parts of the, the States. And then, you know, those things like getting your first record deal, getting your first tour, you know, all those were huge milestones. Let's just be that, frank, get, like getting paid. Yeah, you know, making money. Actually make <laughs> money and pay your bills. I think that was a big milestone when we did, when we realized like, oh, okay, so we can actually, you know, pay a bill or two and then, you know, and then eventually, you know, the four of us being able to make a living, a meager living, but, you know, we realized like, all right, well, let's just keep trying and keep going and, and see, you know, we've got our degrees and let's just keep trucking down the road. Yeah, yeah, being we able to pay in this little house, and I remember the day that I went. Oh, did you guys all like live together? You me. all lived together. We did. Well, three of us did. Uh, Chris, there was only there was barely room for three of us. The the day that I had to go buy a safe because we were actually <laughs> coming home with cash, right? Wow. And I was like, well, we need to do something with this. We just can't put it right back in the gas tank. And I actually still have that safe down in in my closet. But uh, yeah, good times. You know, thinking about the state of the world today and being able to pay your bills is actually such a goal for so many people that struggle to do that and and to, in any profession to suddenly realize that you can pay your bills and have enough money left over to not only buy a safe but have something to put in it feels like the biggest milestone really when you're starting out as a band or starting out in anything i guess yeah it really was and and, the, and you, you think about longevity like you know we grew up in, a, in an age when we were kids where someone had a career and that's what they kind of did their whole life maybe work for the same company retire all that and there's this uncertainty when you're a musician and you're playing in a band you know how long mm. is this thing gonna last but at this point i feel like we've made more of a career out of this than most people that probably graduated graduated college when we did what was the first number one was it crazy girl or was it something else yeah crazy girl was the first number one we had a we had a, a top 10 with uh always love songs we had some songs that kind of crept into the 30s before that. Right, right. Um, but Crazy Girl was the song that broke everything kind of wide open for us. Um, well, not only was it a number one, but it, is this right? It was the top country. It was the top country song of that year, which was what, 2011? Yeah, it was a, it was a big milestone. You know, speaking of milestones for us, I think uh, it was a song that was everywhere. It won the Song of the Year awards and things like that. And so it was uh, it changed everything for us in a huge way. But there's still a lot of longevity in a lot of your, I mean, you know, I still uh, play Love Ain't and it still sound. I mean, we play a lot of your stuff on Absolute Radio Country, including Crazy Girl. And um, I mean, I love Saltwater Gospel as well. But I mean, if we're talking about big hits, you know, Love Ain't from uh, Love Talking is the album, right? Right. Love Ain't still sounds like it could have come out today. You know, it still sounds so incredibly fresh. So you do have this sound that seems to kind of transcend time in some sort of way that's hard to manufacture i would reckon unless it's kind of an organic thing yeah i think that's one of the things that we've always tried to go for is to make sure that that whatever we're 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 doing as a band it it, it kind of stays real to us and i think that i think it's all about like taking an organic approach to your music um in a way that you know you're not chasing you know chasing a new sound or whatever mm. i think that for us it was it's just you know we're a glorified garage band at the end of the day. And then you go in the studio and you try to just make sure that it, that it fits in, you know? And so um, I think that, that we never really took that too far. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Love it. In the, in the defense of that song, actually that's kind of our newer hit. So it wasn't like, it's like dated back to crazy girl. So yeah, no, I know, but still, you know, there, there are, there are new hits that come out in like a month later, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and now everybody's doing it and, you know, you know, and I think that, that there was approach an approach that we were taking um, for a long time that, you know, like there weren't a lot of bands and artists out there kind of doing that. We take a little bit of pride in, in um, and some folks kind of 
um, you know, doing some of the things that, that we've been doing for years on our records. So um, it, it's been that that's been kind of nice. And so maybe that that also makes some of our older stuff feel fresh. <laughs> it still feels fresh. And what was the first big tour that you guys got? I mean, it was you toured with Miranda Lambert quite early on, right? What do you remember? Who was the first big artist that you you got support on? The first big artist uh, was Dave Matthews Band, which was, which was <laughs> great because it's outside of country music. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all grew up listening to Luda everything, you know, and, yeah. and honestly, when it comes to like why I think some of our music stands the test of time is we, we didn't really, I mean, we love pop music, mm. but we all, all four of us gravitate, whether it's country or rock or, you know, it, it's the stuff that the classic stuff, the stuff that, yeah. you know, sticks around because it's just that good. Um, but yeah, we got to do a string of shows of the Dave Matthews band. And that was, uh, it was eye opening. And it was also, we've been on bigger tours than that. Um, they don't get much bigger than that, but uh, I, we, I don't think we've met anybody who treats their opening acts as genuinely kind as those guys did. That was just a, a great experience for us. But also, um, how great that you it wasn't a big country band that you were taken out with first, because that must have been quite heartening to you. I, I mean, I, I know that, you know, the industry and in general, it may be a little bit less so now because of the way people listen to music through algorithms and you don't necessarily have to go into a record shop and go you know to the country aisle and and look up eli young band and pick it out you know you can be listening to anything and it might be suggested to you but in that day and age quite rare for for somebody who is kind of making it in the country world to be taken out on a non-country tour and so that must have been quite heartening for you that your music had a broader appeal than just one specific genre was there ever a time where you thought oh we're going to lean right into this you know we might go more in that direction i don't think yeah. so that was so early on too that was like yeah. uh kind of when it rains that that was like uh you know a lot of um triple a radio and americana was playing um when it rains at the time and you know i mean obviously i think we we, we continue to like stay true, our, true to ourselves and really try to um stay in in our lane while also kind of trying to think outside of the box but but when it rains was kind of that moment where dave matthews i think that that because it was out of the country box a little bit mm -hmm. uh, that it appealed to to him and his folks so 20 years all this success thinking outside the box and yet never been to the uk and you're coming over for the first time ever you're playing the long road festival you're doing shows in manchester london and glasgow what's taken so long guys life you know i think that that we've always wanted to come and i think that um every time it has started to you know come to fruition something whether it was a somebody getting married um uh, a baby um mm. come or this last time it was covid right. you know it was almost ridiculous how many times you know it's like okay well that's not going to happen you know, we can't, you know, we're not going to go um, across the ocean while Chris's wife is having a baby. It's just not right. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that we, we we made choices that it's probably the reason we've stayed together for the last, you know, 23 years is that that we made choices, the four of us that, kept, you know, that that were best for all four of us. And 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 we would do that. So a few of the times, obviously, were babies and marriages and then and then uh, our weddings, I guess, not necessarily marriages in general. And then COVID, like we were getting pretty close to, to coming out there. Um, and then uh, March of uh, COVID happened. <laughs> 
Well, listen, I'm I'm really glad that it was a long road festival that finally tempted you over. I, I have always, whenever I listen to you, in my head, I've always been like, they are such a festival band. Like, I just feel the energy that you guys bring to a festival. It must just be a perfect match. Do you like playing these big outdoor festivals? And and is it different than kind of what you do in an indoor venue? Yeah, they're great. I mean, you, you, when you, it's your own show, it's your own indoor venue. It's so much more control over everything that happens. Sure. There's something fun about the uh, spontaneity of, um, you know, sometimes you get a full sound check, sometimes you don't, where you, you know, in, in, in the lineup and all of that kind of changes the energy of the crowd. Is it day? Is it night? It's going to be 110 degrees outside. It's going to be 80. Um, all these fun variables just make every show different and fun. Yeah. And, and we've, we've got a few shows under our belt at this point, so uh, we're pretty adaptable. Uh, but it is fun when you there's a bit of um, a mystery of like what the day is going to bring and how the show is going to be. Um, but I'm guessing with country acts, when when everybody from the States comes over there, uh, you always get kind of that extra energy because it is so fresh and new and new yeah. market. And um, I know for us, anytime you're doing something for the first time, there's just a little extra there. Well, we couldn't be more excited about it. I cannot wait to see you guys at the Long Road Festival. And, um, and you're going to get a little chance. I know you're doing some other shows that we mentioned there, but. Have have any of you been to the UK as a tourist before, or is this a first time? Chris has been. Um... All right, so Chris is going to be telling you everything. Like, let me tell you about where to go, what to do, and this is how they do it in the UK. <laughs> yeah. So the, the goal, I mean, the, the the goal has always been like we're going to dip our toes in the water over there and then make it a thing. So that's that's the goal. And this time when we're over, I mean, we we actually our our show right before we fly is in Canada, so we've got to go from right. Canada on over and then we've got like four shows and then boom right back so the goal is to do it this year and then build it so we can in the future kind of come and spend some time because and the only shame about this little tour that we have is um it's just like show 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 mm. so we're gonna get little snippets here and there to- right okay well you know we'll leave you one like more us, we'll keep coming back you know that's the thing, you know, a UK audiences and, you know, we're lucky now there are so many country artists that come over now and kind of throughout the year, you know, more and more tours are happening. But uh, UK audiences are so appreciative of of bands coming over because we recognize that you don't have to do that. Um, and so I think you're going to really feel that love. And, and I know that you've got so many fans in the UK that are so excited that you're finally coming over. Have you guys heard anything about UK fans from any of your buddies? I, everyone that that tours over there uh, consistently just loves going over there and have had has told they've told us what idiots we are for not going over there sooner. So um, you know, uh, Cadillac Three are the good friends of ours um, have been for a long time, and they obviously are huge and yeah. do a lot of touring over there. So they give us a hard time quite a bit. <laughs> well, listen, yeah. we can't. If, if, if only a small percentage of the people that have tweeted us or emailed us or, you know, direct messages over the years from the UK saying, you got to come over here. If we can just get like 25% of those people out, it's going to be a huge success. I mean, I All right. like there's been, there's been a calling for it for a long time. So absolutely. We've been wanting it for ages. Uh, you can find out where Eli Young band are going to be, including the Long Road Festival. And you can get your tickets now in the Absolute Radio ticket store. It's absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets thank you guys so much for taking the time i can't wait to see you when you're over here and i'm i think we're all going to have a real good time and we'll keep playing the music getting everybody ready until you get here all right thanks Brandon. thanks the country music talk podcast from absolute radio country an in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music
Thank you so much to Mike and John from Eli Young Band for joining me on the Country Music Talk podcast. Uh, while you're here, just before you go, if you haven't subscribed already, it'd be great if you would. Just hit subscribe and you'll never miss an episode of Country Music Talk. I'll catch you next time. Have a good one. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 